Good morning, you're tuned to Ross FM 94.6 and I'm delighted in our well-being corner. Right now, we are joined by, on the line, Sabrina Genesi from Lear Therapies. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, Kira. how are you? It's such a pleasure again to welcome you back to the show. Thank you. And indeed, thank listeners you. love you, we've been getting great messages in, so thank you. Oh, thank you. No, it's a really lovely opportunity to discuss things for a change. You know, I think so, and then we just, I suppose, we'll open up the space for anybody. If you want to send in a message, you can text the line on zero eight three eight five double nine seven four eight. Everything's confidential, and we'll call out your question, no problem, on air. But I suppose the topic we're looking at this morning is, I suppose, around. It's became, I suppose, it's became a term now, seasonal depression. But I suppose you tell us a little bit yeah. more about it, or maybe is there a lighter. Or how would you, yeah, is that what you term oh, it as, or what, what would you call it? Winter blues, I suppose, if you want to term it that, you know, it's it's kind of winter blues, really. Um, lack of sunlight, I know we tapped on this a little bit before, but it's really lack of sunlight, uh, activities going underground because of dark evenings, um, heading to work in the dark, same with school, you know, so it really compresses our, our day-to-day activities, you know, um, and limits them in another way, and then, of course, the weather puts us off going out for exercise and just basic things we take for granted in spring and summer you know absolutely we've had quite a warm autumn so we've been lucky getting out and about it's been okay temperature wise now of course the dark evenings are coming in and we're about to change clocks I think next weekend aren't we I think so yeah (laughs) I can't get over it it comes around so quick every year yeah definitely yeah but it does. It does have an impact. I think most people feel it. You know, they do get that seasonal. Some people welcome it. It's, it's a really busy lifestyle. Welcome it now as a break, you know. But the day-to-day stuff, I think it can really impact. And it's very common, I mean, particularly around Ireland because of our, our weather, you know. This is I was just wondering. Um, is this, like, something in recent years that has become apparent or has it been going back through the generations? Because we often think about, you know, the times where we didn't have electricity and we were kind of in that natural... Um, I think it's the word circadian or something, rhythm with the weather. We were in that rhythm with the sun and the moon. I heard something, or I think I read something recently, that when your body is responding to the natural moonlight, say if you have the curtains open at night time and the moonlight can get in, and same with the sun as well. I think we're in a, a world where there's so many screens. There's, you know, we can yeah. turn on the light um, at, at yeah. a moment. Do you think that's impacted yeah. our bodies maybe? Yeah, I mean, our natural biological impulses, 100%, yeah. I think our natural biological impulses are being, even I've seen a study there on sunglasses recently and how bad they are for us. Yeah, I mean, we're we're completely sending wrong messages to our brain that we're in the dark and it's time to sleep. So the body is not producing the chemicals to keep us going during the day. It can actually have a really negative impact on our brains. Wow. Wearing sunglasses, you know. And, and, And I'm also familiar, there's a new... It's sun gazing now. I've seen quite a few people doing it. It's really interesting. But you like that first thing this. in the morning. Well, it's the first thing in the morning before the sun is at its peak, really hot, uh, just to go out and sun gaze for about 15 minutes and let the vitamin D into the retina and really let it into your body. It's meant to have really interesting effects on on the brain and moods. So there seems to be a lot coming up around. I don't. I do believe. Well, of course, we've got education we've got tv we've got all these distractions from nature i think nature is a very natural therapy if we can align ourselves to it you know i mean some theorists would say each season if you if you navigate your emotions in a seasonal way it can be very helpful like you know 
some, spring is new beginnings, you know, summer is where it blooms, autumn is where it's kind of making its way out, and then winter is where we kill off some behaviours that don't really work for us. So it can be seen in a very healthy way if we can think that way. But we've got so many distractions. Um, in current society, it's pretty hard to stay grounded in that, you know. Wow, that's so interesting. I'm st- I'm st- here thinking about the sun gazing <laughs> to myself, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's yeah. these little things that can make a massive difference in your life if you just take these little habits and put, impl- implement them. It really is. And it could be just one a week or one a month, you know, just to take a little uh, interest in yourself that way. But again, I, I'm just so mindful of the distractions, particularly in the last few years, and um, that's kept people away from the ground. You know, we've been, well, here we are now with another potential war at play, you know, so it's very hard to keep people connected to themselves when there's so much distractions going on outside, you know. I think so, and you know, I often think, I was, I was at a conference recently, and you know, they were talking about sunscreen, sunscreen and things like that as well. Does that have an impact as well on our body? Do you, like, how, what's your opinion around that? I would say so. I would say so. I mean, we're blocking out the sun. I've often looked into the really hot climates, the poorer climates, who don't, you know, can't afford sunscreens and, you know, what type of cancer rates. And they're not, you would think they'd be off the chart, but they're not. <laughs> they're actually not, you know. Um, the sun is life-giving. It's what produces life. It's what helps us grow. I don't know if you notice it as a woman now, but my eyebrows grow really wild in summer. <laughs> they just keep growing, you know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I love yeah, that. but it's... But it, it helps us grow, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, we need it. So, I mean, if we're blocking it from our skin, I don't think sitting in the sun, you know, for 10 hours a day is helpful, but I definitely think we need access to the sun on our skin. It's it's, it's helpful, you know, it's healthy. Just so. in moderation. And, of course, we have the Irish <laughs> who don't really take, get much sun, you know. So, I mean, but so for that, I think we should probably be a little bit more exposed in summer, you know. Yeah. Well, this is interesting, and I know you talked a lot about vitamin D as well a few weeks ago on the show, mm. and how people, you know, in this country, we really do crave our vitamin D. Um, yeah. I suppose supplementation is probably an, a, a way, I suppose, to get around it. What do you think as well of people heading off um, during the winter for the summer sun holidays? I see a lot of oh, people starting say. to take that trend up right now. Yeah. Is that a good way yeah, for dealing no. with maybe low mood in the winter? It does, and it also gives you something to look forward to. You know, if you have something to plan for and look forward to, it just takes that edge off how dark and gloomy winter can feel. You know, definitely uh, winter breaks, I think, are helpful. Mm-hmm. With, with, you know, at least a week somewhere, even if it's not, if it's in the country, just to get away and get a change of scenery and change your mindset, you know, just have an adjustment that way. It can be helpful. Again, I'm just so mindful people are in financial difficulties too, so that's not always... Uh, practical, you know. The other, I suppose, the other treatments for this now, I suppose the most common one would be the light therapy. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. You know, the, 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 these light boxes. Yeah, well, you can get them in most, uh, I think, chemists now. They've really picked up in the last few years. And um, it seems to be the first protocol now for people who may notice a dip or feel sluggish in winter, you know, or just lose interest in, in typical activities. It, it's a very common thing to happen. And um, but these light boxes will just generate, again, it's like, you know, the sunglasses. It will just give the body the signal that there's more light than there is, and it can help elevate the mood. It doesn't really work. It doesn't work for everybody now, but it does seem to have immediate results, you know. Absolutely. Really, have you yeah. had, um, client, I suppose, clients of yours that have gone on and tried the boxes, or what's the feedback? I like? have. Yeah, I have. Now, they've tried it, but sustaining it is a different thing. But, of course, they're in therapy, so... Yeah. 
that's the, the, the better thing about mm. therapy. It just gives you ways to cope. That would be the next protocol before the kind of medication would come in, you know, depending on severity of symptoms. But psychotherapy can really kind of help you develop, you know, ways to cope or just look at unhealthy, avoidant behaviours, really, which will limit your day-to-day activities. Um, it can just help you identify the patterns and thoughts that are kind of bringing you into this sluggish way of thinking, you know before the medication comes in but the thing about medication is you know it takes about six to eight weeks to work which will probably most of the way through winter at that stage you know so I'd really try and uh, go back to the basics you know where someone feels more you know self-empowered as opposed to having to depend on something I think you can get into tricky situations there you know and then it's every season so your body's kind of in and out of a, 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 a chemical influence which can also impact you know in other ways. I'm not saying it does work for people, but it's just, I would leave that as a last uh, resort, really. I agree. Yeah, I think so. And I suppose when it comes to, like, what are kind of some of the signs maybe that people are being very badly affected by that? Um, Well, it's that kind of listless or sad or, you know, I mean, we all feel sad. I don't want to make sadness a negative thing. It's a healthy response to certain situations, but it's when you're nearly every day, you know, if you're feeling it most days and you're not really motivated, you could be losing interest in your activities that you once enjoyed, uh, low energy, sluggish, maybe sleeping too much, um, cravings, food cravings would be another one, overeating, weight gain, uh, concentration difficulties, maybe going into a more hopeless place, you know, feeling worthless or... Some people will really go into a suicidal ideation, you know, they'll start to, oh, sure, what's the point? You know, you're going to territory like that. It can really impact in all of those in all of those ways, you know. Absolutely. And I suppose as friends and as family members, what can we do for those people? That's simple, I suppose. Um, or how can we, is it a matter of, is it good for, like, getting out in the evenings and walking, even if it's slightly dim or slightly yeah. dark? Is yeah. that, does, yeah. does that come with a good benefit as well? I think walking is probably better exercises. It just helps our thoughts and it moves the energy around the body. You know, I can just shift things. Um, I think walking is great. I wouldn't be, just be mindful how you approach. You can just, I suppose, let people know you're there. That's the, the main thing without feeling like you have to go in and fix it or, you know, it's just to be a support really. Just let, you know, I'm here, organize a day out or a night in. Could be just sitting watching a movie or playing a game, you know, it could be just something simple like that. Meaningful contact with people, really. Absolutely. And we actually have a message came in on the line from another Sabrina. <laughs> and she goes, Hey, Kira, really enjoying the show this morning. Can you please ask psychotherapist Sabrina her question, a few questions around sleep? I'm really struggling at the moment to get good sleep. I'm not sure if I'm anxious or if it's all the weather changes, but I'm really struggling to sleep at night. Yeah. Any advice? Sleeping, oh, that's, that's, that's a funny one, I'll tell you. I mean, getting to sleep can be really tricky. Now, I'd really encourage some relaxation techniques around bedtime, um, particularly if there's a lot on your mind. Sometimes writing out your thoughts can just relieve them and help you settle a bit. You know, we tend to kind of make sense of everything at night time when we're lying down. It's that quiet time, and then, of course, the thoughts start to spin. So getting to sleep can be really tricky. Um, but these meditations, I mean, I just keep going back to YouTube. There's tons and tons of sleeping guided meditations or just progressive re- progressive muscle relaxation can be really helpful. It just brings you to your whole body and helps you completely relax and get into a, a good sleep. 
where you're possibly waking up through the night, you could just have a lot on your mind, you know, and you're trying to make sense of it or uh, that more disturbed sleep. It could be something kind of trauma or anxiety based, you know, where you are getting to sleep, but then you're awake during the night and struggling to get back to sleep. But again, it's trying to just see what you're thinking or catch your thoughts. And I find writing, journaling can be really helpful that way, you know, to just kind of see what's trying to be understood or what's bothering you. And if it's really difficult to figure that out on your own, maybe a trusted friend or doctor or therapist, you know, if you could uh, get yourself to one, will just help you understand what's trying to trying to come up or trying to be thought about emotionally. It's typically our emotions play out at night, you know. Absolutely. If another message in from unknown. How, if I can't afford therapy, what's the next best alternative? Well, I've really struggled to send people to the internet, but there is tons and tons of stuff on the internet around every problem you could imagine, you know. But again, it can really, I'd be careful going there on your own. Just if there's someone you can talk to about it, you know, I'd look this up. But what do you think about that? Just try and bounce it off somebody. It's really important. Someone you can trust or a senior, a senior guide or, you know, mentor, someone who you can kind of go to and bounce things off. I'd try and, as I say, there's tons of stuff you can look up on the internet, but it could bring you into really difficult places mentally, you know. I remember studying all this. I mean, there's a, a diagnostic statistic manual, it's called, which the psychiatrist in America developed to identify mental disorders or emotional disorders, you know. And if you read that, everybody would have something. You know, it's, it, we can all identify with certain aspects. It's just... When it becomes problematic, it's important. You can try and name it and see what's going on there, um, but to try and bounce it off somebody. But there's lots of, you know, there is lots of helplines too out there. You know, a trained therapist and counsellors that can just, if you need a conversation, they're there. You know, it's yeah. not going to cost much. So, I mean, just reach out once or twice or just see what they suggest, you know, if things are more problematic. Absolutely. There's definitely. Thank you, you so know. much, Sabrina. And indeed, for everybody listening in, Lovestock as well, have a look over at Lovestock's page. I know you've got an event, I think, coming up fairly enough soon. We do. We do. I'll have more info, hopefully, have more information about that next week and we can get that going and just, again, provide a support out there in, in communities. Amazing. struggling, you know. Thank you so much, Sabrina. And if people are looking for you, it's Lear Therapies. Lear Therapy, yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a beautiful thank morning you. and thank you for coming thank on. You. You're a wealth of knowledge and information. So thank you for okay. coming on and, and sharing you. that perspective with us. And until next week, <laughs> have yes, a beautiful I'll day. I'll talk to you then. You too, Kira. Thanks thank a million, you. Sabrina. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye.